How often do you look back at the relationship that you had with the narcissist or with the toxic person and think, it wasn't that bad? Maybe you look back on the relationship you had with that person and you start to think and you start to minimize maybe the abuse or maybe the things that happened in the relationship or you start to pick out those moments that you remember that actually seemed good or that actually seemed wholesome or connected or something along the lines that like we really had a great time. You see, a lot of times people struggle with the concept and with the idea about good times with the narcissist and looking back at the past thinking, but we had these good times. They were really good. Well, were they actually? We want to be able to dive in and be able to look at the, some of those things of what's actually going on in the mind and what oftentimes you're thinking and you're reliving might not actually always be 100% true. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. Awareness to let people know of what narcissism actually is, the destructive nature it has in people's lives that destroys families and friends and relationships and work environments because it's so destructive with the ego, with the entitlement, with so many different pieces about narcissism that we're trying to make people aware and have them understand so they don't get stuck or stay in an abusive relationship. If you guys are new on here, I would love to have you follow on all the other social media platforms. So TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, follow us under Raw Motivations. Maybe you're listening today in the podcast under Raw Motivations, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Thanks so much. Like, share, review, let people know because a lot of people don't understand still of what narcissism is and what's going on in their lives. They just think maybe it's not that bad. If you guys want to hear from the Weiss perspective, Kayla and I have been putting together our own podcast called Trauma, Drama, and Life. You can find it on Apple Podcasts and would love to have you interact there. Send us in some DMs to let us know what you want to hear next or send us an email at ben at rawmotivations.com. But that podcast on Apple Podcasts is called Trauma, Drama, and Life. Feel free to be able to check it out there. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, -on -one, would love to interact with you. would love to help you along the process and along your journey. I work with people mainly to help them rewire their mindset, to be able to break free from the toxicity, to break free from the trauma bond, work through the detox phase, to clear out the rumination and get to a place where you're able to set boundaries and move forward with healthy vision and values so that you don't go back with a narcissist and that you don't get with a toxic person down the road because you're equipped with the right tools to be able to process it and be able to keep yourself safe. Last thing I'll say real quick is if you haven't had a chance to look at the NARC app, would love to have you check that out. Go to narcapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P.com, narcapp.com. There you can join a community of people to help encourage and grow you to be able to work on yourself on a day-to-day -day basis with taking course, with tracking your no contact, with recording your journaling through the truth that you actually see to set you free. There's different exercises inside the app. There's weekly lives that we go live to be able to answer questions and monthly group coaching calls that you can get engaged with and plugged into to not just get inspired to move forward, but also meet a lot of people that are in the same process, growing and changing at the same time. Would love to talk to you uh, anytime. Just reach out, rawmotivations.com. Click on one-on-ones. Let's dive in. All right, so when we talk about narcissists and we talk about leaving the narcissist especially, you look back a lot of times and you remember the good times. You remember the things that seem to be positive in the relationship. And that's normal. Like, I want you to understand that's normal to get out of an abusive relationship and sometimes look back and be like, but, but this, but this, because a lot of times our minds want to go to the good things. 
Like they want to go to the things that are positive or that are helpful or that, that seem less traumatic. You know, our minds don't want to just go to every traumatic thing in our life. So a lot of times they'll go to the good things. And so when you have that example of, okay, good or bad, like, do I want to deal with something that was maybe happy or maybe sad? Do I want to deal with, oftentimes our minds will mess with different things that we remember thinking, hey, that trauma wasn't that bad because of X, Y, and Z. And we'll try to justify it. A lot of times we'll see that happen as a trauma response of let me go ahead and view it in a different reality, like view it in a better way so that I don't have to actually feel the stuff that I'm feeling. Oftentimes when you go back and you remember the good times, you start to wonder, was anything real? Like what was actually real in the relationship? Because what happened then and what happened now, like what happened at the beginning seems so real. The love bombing and everything like that seems so real. We seem so connected. They seem vulnerable. They seem like we were growing, that they wanted to be with me. And then afterwards, it seems like none of that actually was real at all. Well, a lot of times it depends on what we're looking and what we're looking back on. And so sometimes people will look back at the relationship and they'll start to imagine an idea. They'll start to imagine things that they saw, but kind of discount other things that they saw that they didn't want to bring up as being a possibility of that person being a bad person or that person not actually being invested in the relationship. I normally call this like the mountain example where I'm talking about peaks and pits and you're looking back. And it's the idea of like looking down the road and seeing a big mountain and then seeing multiple mountain ranges. And all we pick up on is the tiny little moments, the tiny little peaks and not the pits that are in between. So I want to do something a little bit different today. And I want to actually illustrate it for you. I am not great at drawing, so you have to bear with me. But I wanted to illustrate it for you today so you can actually see a little bit of an idea of what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the peaks and the pits of remembering things back in the relationship. So you have to remember when you're with a narcissist, okay, and you look back on the relationship, what you're remembering a lot of times is you're remembering the highs. You're remembering these moments. So as we're standing here and we look back on the past, we'll kind of draw a little stick figure person here, look back on the past. So we're going to see these mountains, okay? We're going to see these mountain ranges that extend farther and farther as far as the eye can see. And the thing is, when you're standing all the way back, you're not able to see in individually each mountain. You're only able to see the peaks of it. You're only able to see a little bit of the mountain as you look back. So as you're standing here, let's say your, your eyes are here looking forward. All you can really see when you're looking forward is you can see over here, you can see the top of this peak, and then your vision goes up, and you can see the top of this peak, okay? And what you see over the tops of all these peaks are moments. And what I want you to think of is like as you think back on the relationship, you might think of different moments that you had with this person that felt good. Maybe you went on an amazing date. Maybe you had a great walk on the beach. Maybe you went on a vacation. Maybe there's all these different types of things that happen that you're like, wait a second, this moment was good. But oftentimes what we find is people are holding on to one single moment or one single time, and they're ignoring a lot of the other things around it. Maybe this date was really amazing. This time here was absolutely amazing. You had the, the best day ever. Well, what happened right before it and what happened right after it? A lot of times what happens is you'll go on a great date, but then you'll be you know heading home and they'll be raging out into the car or they'll be doing something else. Like there's an aspect that a huge part of what you remember are just these like highlights, these like 
top, the peaks of the mountains are what you remember. And you don't actually remember the stuff that's in between. You see, what the narcissist oftentimes is doing is they're making you rely on, you know, hey, this moment here, and it ties you over till we get to the next moment here. And what we actually discount a lot of times is this gap, the gap that's actually in between that's not really made up of anything at all. And as a result, you start having a relationship that's based on this like faulty aspect of thinking that there's actually something real there, thinking that there's actually like good moments and good times when all you're really seeing are just little moments, little glimpses, little peaks in one sense, and you're ignoring the stuff in between. So if we take a look at, hey, this moment was really good, we're discounting because we're not even looking or seeing all this other stuff, all this bad stuff that's in between being like, hey, I thought it was going to be amazing. But in reality, like what's actually here is not really good at all. What's actually here is actually really bad. And it's really awful because what we're actually building without realizing it is we're building, you know, from one point to another. So from this point to this point, what we're actually building here is potential. And we think that, hey, because there was this good moment here and this other good moment here, maybe the stuff in between will work out. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll be good enough. And oftentimes what we're fighting with a lot of times is potential versus reality of like what's actually real, what's actually there. So many times people are like saying, this person did care for me. Okay, well then how did they demonstrate it? How did they show it on a day-to-day -day basis? Because a lot of times the narcissist will say they care, they want to be with you. They say they're interested in everything that's going on, but do they actually demonstrate it on a day-to-day -day basis? You see, a lot of them don't want to deal with the aspect of it not being a positive memory. And so it ends up being hidden. It ends up being kind of like pushed away. And a lot of times people would be like, I'd rather just deal with it, you know, at, in my version of reality than actual the reality that happened. And we find more people that latch into fiction and fantasy than they do in the reality of the situation. So as you're going through life, I want you to kind of be thinking and, and looking at the idea of when we're talking about it, like, are you actually thinking and remembering just the good moments? Or are you ignoring the pits that are in between? Because you can have these good moments, one, one good moment, another good moment, but then you have a chasm in between of how they treated you, of how they interacted until they breadcrumbed you with the next good moment. Do you actually have those? Because otherwise, you start to believe a fantasy that's not actually real. You start to believe something that isn't actually congruent with where you're actually going in life because you're like, wait a second, was it good? Was it bad? I don't know. And you only focus on the peaks and you ignore the pits in between. So I want you to understand that like, as you start going through this process and considering and wondering, wait a second, like, am I the crazy one? You're going to feel a lot of times invalidated. Of like, maybe my experiences weren't real. Like maybe, maybe this, this wasn't the best thing. Maybe, and you start questioning a lot of different things. So I want you to understand like your experiences on your side were real and you have to be able to acknowledge that. But it doesn't mean that the other person on the other side, that those experiences were real or that they were demonstrating them consistently. If anything, they normally come alongside with grooming and manipulation to try to be able to control you. So as you're going through this, I want you to question yourself. Am I latching on to the peaks and ignoring the pits? Or is there something actually there? Because oftentimes you're only trying to put potential in a place where there's actually nothing to back it up.